0: Oh, yeah. Live. Oh, from the Reedy. You like that? You like Ear that? opening? splitting. Yeah, I know. Live from the Reedy Creek Improvement District's Cannabis Farm. Oh, it's Woke Wednesday on Business Pants. Oh, good. Woo. Joined, as always, by Emma's Croquetta's I'm lactose intolerant.
1: Haha, ha, that sucks.
0: Uh, D- Damien, our uh, new, our normal host, is voting along party lines today, so he's not available. Boo. Yeah, I know. In today's 420 bag of woke nuggets called April 20th, 2022. You like that 420? Yeah, I do. How many 420 jokes can we make? I make Emma rate the woke and Emma Force feeds me manchego cheese. It's gonna be Emma Tapas time again. Yes. Woke Tapas today. Are you ready to play my little game? I
1: guess, if I have to.
0: Um, I think it's long time, a long past time we play a round of Rate the Woke. It's the only ESG adjacent game where you get to inappropriately rate how woke a news item is. This content you can only get here, and this segment is really specifically designed just to trigger Emma. It really is. It's 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 a game where I'm the only winner. Do
1: I do I get woke <laughs> criteria? Given my issues with the premise of wokeness in general, do I get any criteria?
0: Okay, here's the okay. game. I'm gonna set up a battle. You're gonna tell me um, the winner of the battle. Okay. 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 So, so we don't have to. You don't have to rate it, but you're going to do the woke. So, who's the of wokest? I'll give you the headline. In the, you know what? This is this is a half baked idea. <laughs> We're just going to bake it as we go. Okay, you got fine.
1: it. Let's turn the oven on. Do this on. thing.
0: Here we go. The oven's pre warmed, <laughs> and here's the first headline: Desantis proposes dissolving special tax status for Disney World. Rate the woke battle. Special tax status for massive corporation. Okay versus retaliation for sort of liking gays.
1: This is actually kind of interesting. I have to give it to you here, because when you read the headline, I have to admit, my first thought was, huh, what kind of special tax status did Disney have? What, you know, capabilities did that afford them financially? What kind of advantages did they gain? So I, uh, you do have me thinking, unfortunately.
0: I had you at hello. You really did. Um, just for reference, so you can make mm. your choice. The Reedy Creek Improvement District is the name of official name of Disney's zone. Um, they own 25,000 acres of land in Florida, and they actually have the ability to tax, to collect taxes on their property. They're effectively a quasi-government agency since the wait, 1960s. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Disney collects taxes on the land that they own.
0: They also maintain all the land and all the infrastructure in that land. And they partner with the, you know, the communities, but the community, they effectively own it. It's their own. It's like a, it's like Disneyland. Wow. City. So
1: yeah. if we ever go back into a civil war, it feels like Disney is going to be the epicenter of the new government. Cause they already, they already have something established already there. there. Already okay, got it. I think that in the woke battle, I'm still, I am still going to go with retaliation for sort of liking gay customers. I think yeah yeah right?
0: that's that's the, yeah, that's the correct answer that's the correct it's really hard to side with the Santa's yeah anything, no. no no matter how yeah. bad it is w- well played all right here's number two I'm gonna read the headline but then I have to describe oh. something because this is th- you are actually gonna rate something okay. else. <laughs> the headline is we're buying Disney as the stock drops on Netflix streaming troubles uh, yeah. this is a headline out of CNBC um, but what I want you to rate is the picture of Bob Chapik, <laughs> the CEO of Disney, uh, who they chose for this this headline. It's a picture of him um, penting his fingers at the chief executive club in, at Boston College oh. in November of last year. So what you're rating is penting fingers uh-huh. versus the death of streaming as people go outside, which is woker. Whoa, go.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, penting fingers because, yes, because I the death of streaming. It's not the death of streaming. That's not why Netflix is losing subscribers. I'm gonna school Matt right now. It's not because people are going outside. It's because other streaming services are making better shows for cheaper like netflix is spending an exorbitant amount of money making their content like the don't look ups and the the politicians like super expensive shows with the big star casts and other streaming services have figured out how to do it cheaper and better so that's why netflix is struggling right now so i'm going with pented yep. fingers
0: well the market agrees with you because netflix law next netflix- Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers this quarter and they expect up to yeah, 2 million yeah. to leave and the stock is down 30%. Mm-hmm. So, um uh but I do want to point out that Bob Chapek sitting in a chair that looks like it was upholstered by Louis the 14th is also worth seeing. Yes, so it is. go check that out. Here's another headline for you. This one's square in our universe. Ready yep. for this? Chief sustainability officers earn up to one point five million in hot market. Now how do
1: I get Rate. that job? That sounds like the cushiest job. Wait ever. a minute. Okay.
0: Rate the woke battle. Okay. Overpaid executive or better than paying some other overpaid executive. No,
1: I think I think it's overpaid executive. Because
0: Ooh Because I
1: I would rather I think that you and I align on this front. I would rather them just not have a sustainability officer at all. That's what I would prefer. If they're just gonna pay that, someone to sit in an office and tell everyone how great being green is and to like recycle a little more or something.
0: I believe that is the entire actually, that gives sustainability officers way more credit than they deserve. Brutal. Um but just so you know, CSO oh. Is the new acronym, Chief Sustainability Officer. And um, they're coming from places, the high-paid ones are coming from places like Microsoft. Uh, So I I like to think of this as another way to give women a C-suite job and make sure they never get the CEO job. Uh, It's just one more Uh, place to go. Like, not just human resources, not just, now we can, there's another step. All right, (laughs) here's another one. Richard Branson oh. says individuals governments should cap their energy use to help end the war in oh, Ukraine. Rate right, the woke battle. Billionaire who literally burns jet fuel for fun, owns an island and spews more carbon than 99% of the population asking everyone else to just stop using energy versus <sighs> we desperately need to stop using energy.
1: Yeah i think this one's pretty cut and dry no (laughs) i don't really appreciate (laughs) being blamed by a billionaire for the environmental woes of the planet given oh yeah no sorry it's obviously my fault i changed my vote it's me it's my problem it's my fault
0: let me let me tell you how i know it's your fault quote quote from richard uh sir richard Quote small personal sacrifices with lower demand, bringing down prices and easing the cost of living. You know crisis. what's crazy
1: is that when people, when people with a lot of power or resources or fine like money, whatever, when they're like, "Oh, we need to make a small personal sacrifice," I'm like, "Okay, my small per," I'm doing my small personal sacrifice. What are you? What is your proportional small personal sacrifice? Wait, what?
0: What is your small personal sacrifice? Mine is getting my house entirely redone for hundreds of thousands of dollars.
1: Mine is recycling, despite the fact that my building makes it very difficult for me to do so. That's mine. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The lameness of our personal sacrifices. They're super lame. They're
1: super lame. But I think his small personal sacrifice, proportionate to what his small personal sacrifice could be, given the resources he has access to, is like... Six billion dollars to the UN, perhaps. I don't know. Just a suggestion.
0: I don't know, um, but Emma's mental gymnastics make my brain hurt. Here we go. Here's another headline. Musk drops hint with a tweet that says, Blank is the night. Okay. Rate the woke battle. Techno Jesus cryptically tweets blank is the night, a possible reference to F. Scott Fitzgerald's Tender is the night, about a shifty playboy named Dick Diver. Uh Or it could actually mean Shiva is the night, a reference to the Hindu god who is a creator and destroyer of all things. Possibly it's just a cryptic plug to diversity and inclusion versus obsessively following a man-baby billionaire's every word.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Shiva is the night because it feels like some... (laughs) white millennial billionaire boy thing to do to like reference a religion he barely understands and to probably just like he probably is just taking something from a religious text and going i said that that was me
0: it's wikipedia by the way and side note dick diver actually in the story the f scott Uh fitzgerald story is involved in a cover-up where he moves the body of a murdered black man so his pseudo mistress doesn't get in trouble which i think is just a reference to the ongoing civil rights battle Ooh, at tesla
1: oh bringing it where back where they
0: discriminated against black employees yes.
1: techno jesus give us a give sign, us a sign. <laughs> we need a sign techno jesus inundating uh, us with signs we've signs coming out the ass i know
0: there's too many signs I, my ass is truly signs. E, finally we're going to end on techno jesus again elon musk says quote he's increasingly convinced that esg is the devil incarnate <laughs> rate the woke battle elon musk's esg is the devil versus peter Thiel's esg is a hate factory
1: okay i'm gonna say something potentially controversial um I doubt it. I feel like as much as these two men make my skin crawl, like, they aren't fully wrong. You know what I mean? Based on the- Ooh, on Woke Wednesday. On Woke Wednesday, no less. I know. Well, we talk about it all the time. We want to kill the acronym. It's often used incorrectly, as you say all the time. I'll do a classic Matt Muscardi quote right now. ESG is just data. ESG is not green. ESG is not woke. ESG is nothing um wow. so it's not the devil i
0: have indoctrinated it's not you. a
1: hate yeah. factory but it also isn't the god-sent gift that i feel like people purport it to be um but i am i like i like hate factory better than the devil hate factory is a little bit more creative so i'll go hate factory
0: emma i that sound you hear is me putting you on my list of animals oh,
1: right that's uh, fine I, all
0: right That's all I have. That was right. The woke battle. It wasn't much. It was like, it's like, it's sort of like sloppily made carrot cake. So now it's your turn to give us some maybe more delicious. All right.
1: We're going to switch over from carrot cake to tapas. We're back with some Emma Lurking news tapas for you. Headline number one. Amazon engaged anti-union consultants at a weekly rate of up to $20,000 each to work in its Staten Island warehouses. So, I pulled this just for Matt. This is not... I didn't do this for me. I did this for Matt. Um, Because (laughs) of a story that we talked about last week about Amazon looking to hire a strike contingency coordinator, which Matt thought was the best phrase of all time, which
0: it is the greatest I don't disagree. name
1: and now we have anti-union consultants which was another job I didn't know one could have which I'm very excited about I'm putting in my resume right away I don't know about you <laughs> But um, the consultants were engaged to represent the interests of Amazon relative to labor matters. So they were union busting, as one does. And they used a consultancy called Lev Labor. And the consultancy describes itself as specializing in collective bargaining, union organizing campaigns, and labor relations strategy and development. Which is a confusing uh, description to me because it sounds like they're pro-collective bargaining and pro-union organizing, but they're not. They're mitigating. They're anti-union consultancy. Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: the, the funny part about this whole story is that really the, like, uh, uh, unions in general are something that, like, billionaires hate, but everyone else either likes or doesn't Correct. care about. Right? Like, it's not really – which means can you imagine going to a bar <laughs> with someone who works at Lev Labor no. and um, and they're like – and it's like, what do you do for a living? And it's like oh, – You know, stuff for billionaires, quashing your rights. It is very tough.
1: Stuff. And Lev Labor's proposed intervention. So once they got brought on, their proposed intervention was to provide Amazon with three to five on-site consultants for a minimum of five days a week. A minimum of five days a week to interact directly with Amazon employees. So they're, I, I have to give it to them. They're doing the nitty gritty. They're really on the ground doing their work.
0: If those consultants get healthcare benefits, the union unionizing employees must
1: be right. very pissed. All right. Number two. Facebook is overrun with bizarre ads claiming Jeopardy host Ma'am... Uh, sorry. Ma'am Bialik, Bialik. 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 Yes. Thank you. Oh, my God. I really just couldn't pronounce that there. Ma'am Bialik, um, embroiled in scandal, it's actually att- an attempt to sell CBD gummies. Good God. I can't talk today. So... Through that bungled headline, what you should know is multiple Facebook accounts have been running ads that suggest a juicy story about May and Bialik and then bait and switch you to advertise CBD gummies. And this goes directly against Facebook's policy of not allowing misleading ads to run on their platform. Shocker. Where the fuck is the Supreme Court at? I, I hear them nowhere. This feels like something they should be involved. Uh, in. We
0: will be talking about this case two years, honest from now, to God, when three. They finally, rule on it.
1: Um, and so the their uh, policy actually states. Ads must not contain deceptive, false, or misleading claims, like those relating to the effectiveness or characteristics of a product or service, including misleading health, employment, or weight loss claims that set unrealistic expectations for users. Bialik herself has tried to get Facebook to take the ads down to no avail. It's just bizarre, and I'm excited for the Supreme Court case two to three years in the future.
0: <laughs> I, 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 uh, I can't, I cannot, I can't, I can't believe this story. <laughs> So hard to believe. So difficult. All, right, let's move All on. right,
1: number three, Jack Dorsey says that his biggest regret, 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 uh, is Twitter shutting down Vine. I know I really can't talk today. Is Twitter shutting down Vine? Someone said on Twitter that Vine used to sell hope, which I disagree with on premise, but fine. Um, to which another Twitter user responded, "Every time I opened it and saw a capybara at Nagasaki Biopark in steaming ofuro tub." I smiled because look at the little guy zen out. I'm just going to sit over here and bang my vine drum. Jack Dorsey responded to that insane tweet by saying, I know, biggest regret. He had TikTok before TikTok existed and he shut it down. It doesn't sound like very effective billionaireing to me.
0: First of all, you're, you're misinterpreting his tweet. He was talking about the time he saw uh, Capybara at Nagasaki mm-hmm. Biopark in the steaming Ofuro yep, tub. Yep. That his biggest regret wasn't that he he wanted to get into the steaming of the Oh, you're tub.
1: so right. That's so...
0: That is a billionaire yogi <laughs> thing to do. That's be- what the bearded one And
1: finally, do. employees are twice as likely as executives to work from the office full-time despite return-to-office mandates. This is just going to be a stream of facts that annoy me. One, over <laughs> a third of U.S. workers have returned to the office. I, I don't want to go to an office. That annoys me. Two... The Future Forum says that people's work-related stress and anxiety are at their highest level since summer of 2020, which is twice as high as executive levels. In addition, that non-executive's work-life balance scores are 40% worse than their bosses. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by all of this. That's really it. This is this is an
0: excellent opportunity for me to tell you that Free Float is now instituting a mandatory work from my guest room policy. That is all we have for today's Woke Wednesday. If you like this and I assume you don't, I won't be back tomorrow. Damien someday will return and I am going to not be here tomorrow because this office situation is not great for me. But someone will be back with more content and we'll talk to you.